0: Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. This is a Best of Edition. Today, Roman's guests on Sold Out Sports Talk are Jim Larritz, World Series champion
1: with the New York Yankees, I turn them onto the purpose-driven life, and it really does change their ideas because it's not—it's not this pounding on you. Okay, you have to have God in your life. It's, it's for the real world. It's for the real world.
0: And ESPN radio host and analyst Mike Golick. In my next chapter where they're like, "Hey, you go work with
2: Trey Wingo, who I've known forever and worked TV side sure. with, and your son, my son Mike." I'm like, "Man, you get a chance yeah. to work with your kid." I mean, how do you pass that up? No. So, and watch him grow in the business the way he is. So,
0: now here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk, Roman Gabriel III. Welcome back to Sold Out Sports
3: Talk on American Family Radio. I love this because, you know, we got a ton of football players that come through. And being a football player, I like to get in the mentality of, of, of other athletes. So we had a WBC welterweight champion in here today. Love the boxers, UFC guys. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk a little baseball now. And this is right up my alley because, man, I, this is when I probably watch baseball more than more than I do today. I just don't watch it as much. Jim Lorenz is with us, three time, two time Yankees World, World series, series champion. Yeah. And if you remember, if you're a Atlanta Braves fan, because we got some, several stations in the Atlanta area uh, in Georgia, he was the one who put the knife in yeah. the Braves in 96 <laughs> with a big time home run in the playoff series to get them to the World Series. And uh, you were also on a Padres team that lost. To the Yankees, so you're two and one in the World Series, so that's cool. Oh, yeah. So tell me about tell me about uh, why you're here at Super Bowl.
1: Well, you know, I work for a company called Sports One Marketing, which is Warren Moon's company, and Warren obviously is being honored as the Houston Oilers this year for the Super Bowl, and uh, his partner in the in his business is a guy named David Meltzer, used to be the CEO for Lee Steinberg's, yeah, and uh, now him and Warren have started this company, Sports One Marketing, with a philanthropic tie to uh, to give back. Uh, Our motto is make a lot of money, help a lot of people, have a lot of fun. Uh, And basically everything we do, like I said, has a philanthropic side. David and I are here kind of on Radio Row promoting art. We have a radio show called The Sports Blender, which uh, is on uh, Tuesday nights. At five p.m. Pacific time, and it's a sports blender. He, he kind of gives the business marketing side perspective, and I give the athlete perspective. Just at certain any topics. We well, just, those
3: things are so intertwined today, yeah, they, uh, especially with technology and what's available. So I could see where that'd be very popular.
1: Yeah. So so that when
3: you're a Saddleback guy, you're I'm yeah. a SoCal guy. Okay. Um, you know, I grew up in Southern California. My dad played for the Rams for 18 years. Um, Went to Agora Hills High School out there. Went to junior college before I played football. So I love Southern California. So Saddleback obviously has a great reputation. No, Chris Ricks, uh, who was with us last night. uh, uh, Friends with... Kevin, Kevin over yep. there that goes to Saddleback. So uh, tell me about the story you were getting ready to tell me before we came on. I want to hear this.
1: Yeah, you know, it's this has been, for me, Saddleback. I moved to California six years ago and, and it is because of Rick Warren. Also because of a young lady that I met during that time. Uh, it was opening day 2009 Yankee Stadium. I was up there to watch the new stadium open up. She was there on some business in New York from California. Uh, we met at this restaurant called Elaine's, which was a pretty famous restaurant in New York. And she walked in and you know, knew nothing about baseball, knew nothing about me or anything else. And I kind of caught her eye and she was kind of being hassled by a few guys. And I kind of went over and said, hey, honey, our table's ready. And I walked her over to our table and just got her out of trouble. We started talking and, again, knew nothing about. I said I was there for opening day. And she's like, what's opening? And I'm like, it's you know, opening day Yankee Stadium. Uh, long story short, we started talking. I was going through. I, I was involved in a DUI manslaughter case for three years uh, to where I would not take a plea. I want to see it to the end. Um, And it was really, really interesting. And this is kind of where the Saddleback tie came in. When I was talking to her and telling her about what I was going through and facing 15 years in jail, custody of my children, but I had my ex-wife living in my house at the time. And she was like, all this stuff, she goes, all this stuff that you're going through, how do you seem so normal? And I said, well, I read this book called The Purpose Driven Life by this pastor named Rick Warren. And she looked at me and she said, that's the pastor of my church. She went to Saddleback. And it just- So God
3: brought you together with was, some, the right person at the right time. Exactly.
1: And so she stayed with me from, you know, my trial didn't happen for another year and a half after that. She stayed with me through all that, was by my side you know, when, when, I got, when I got the not, not guilty verdict. Uh, and in January of 2000, this is where the story start, starts in January, 2010, I went to Saddleback for the first time and I wanted to meet Rick. And unfortunately, it was right after Christmas, and he wasn't doing the services after Christmas. And I was really disappointed sitting in the audience going, I'm not going to get a chance to meet this guy. And on Christmas Eve that year, he had asked the congregation for a donation of $200,000 to get some programs started in the church. Wound up getting $2.4 million. So the pastor that was giving the service said, I want to bring in Rick to say thank you. All of a sudden, he comes on stage. Wow. I was like, oh, I got. I'm gonna meet this guy tonight. Well, my, she was my girlfriend at the time, now my wife. She says, Jimmy, it's not that easy. He's pretty popular. He's got security. This whole thing. Well, the guy that worked the, was on the choir. a Guy named Rick Munchow was a good friend of hers that she was praying with. He had no idea who I was. I went up the stage and said, Rick, my name's Jim Lairitz. Is there any way? And he's like, Jim. I said, I used to play for the Yankees. He's like. No, 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 you used to play for my angels.
0: <laughs> so, so I told
1: him a little bit of the story about what I was going through, and he said, you need to come back and share that story with Rick and how the Purpose Driven Life has changed your life and brought you two together. And this, he said, this is too good not to t- share with him. So he took us back, he introduced us. We spent maybe 10 minutes back there mm-hmm. at the most. And I kind of shared with him everything. I told him that the state attorney was running to become a judge and she, was, was trying to doctor things yeah. and make up things that try to find me guilty and that I wouldn't take a plea and all these things. But I was really having a tough time. But the purpose driven life gave me the faith and the perseverance to fight this thing. And, you know, we just shared a few moments and he put his hand on her shoulder and my shoulder when we finished and said, I want to say a prayer for you. He said, I want to pray, pray that the jury be just and see through the smoke and mirrors of what you're saying the state is doing. And that most of all, that God gives you the strength, Jimmy, to get through and see this to the very end. Now, that was, at the time, wow, that's, it was profound. And I felt a whole warmth come over me and say, okay, he's touched me. He's given me this prayer. But I really didn't know what it meant until about two months. My trial went to trial in November of 2010. Mm -hmm. Two months before the trial, all of the evidence about the other driver being drunk and all the things that were going on was going to be thrown out of court. And my attorney said to me, Jimmy, you got to start thinking about a plea. You're facing 15 years. We can't use any of this evidence that we thought we could use because it was a slam dunk case with this evidence. You should think about this. And I looked at him and I said, listen, David, I'm sorry, I can't. I said, I have it on better authority and I'm supposed to see this to the end. And I'm going to go with my faith in this. And he said, you're crazy, but okay, let's do this and you know it, it you know god was watching over me the entire time and uh, as soon as the trial was over with i looked at the judge and said you know i want to go to california i want to try to start a relationship with this woman but i also want to go be a part of saddleback rick munchow wrote a really beautiful letter about how i was involved at the church and how when i came out there he was going to make sure i got involved and be a part of it and the judge allowed me to move to, I was on a year of probation just for a first time DUI and so he let me move there and for the last six years we've developed this relationship. I met Kevin Sumner when I first came out and we become brothers in Christ together and uh, it's just been, it's been an amazing thing when I look back on it now just how much God had his hand and everything that was going on
3: you were able to face it with God, He was able to place people around you, He was able to introduce you to a woman that is special in your life, and that a lot of great things happen through a very difficult situation. And that's kind of like Romans 8.28, you know, all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to His purpose. And. Uh, just a wonderful story about redemption. And we all have that story, Jim. And we that's what we're all about at this network is telling the stories of redemption, telling the stories that, hey, it doesn't matter who you are. God can change your life if you'll just release control, right?
1: Well, and for me, one of the biggest things, I'm not, when I meet people to struggle with things, and you know, a lot of people come up to me, because the accent was DUI, they're like, are, are you clean, are you sober? And I'm like, wait a minute, no, but I've, I've changed my life, I've changed the way that, that I, I approach every day, and I said, and the reason why was because of this book. And a lot of people, I turn them on to The Purpose Driven Life, and it really does change their ideas because it's not—it's not this pounding on you. Okay, you have to have God in your life. It's yet, for the real world. It's for the real world. It's for—it's for people that. One of the things I love about Christianity today is that you're able to take their messages and put it into your life now because they're and, and, it's
3: called application, exactly. life application. Exactly. And i, I think our our, our society is changing the fact that many of us grew up in your or my generation where our parents took us to church. The Mine tradition. did. Yeah. You know, you had a background and a foundation, something to fall back on when things didn't go well, even though you probably should have been doing it right from the start, right? Exactly. exactly. But what you're saying is today, this generation of college students, many of them have never opened the Bible. Right. Many of them have never been in a church. Yeah. So it has to be real. Yeah. You, know, you have to use it and I think Jesus would use technology, he would use social networking, he yeah. would not be just as he wasn't in the temple, he would be out with the people.
1: Well and I think the beauty of sports right now is guys like Tim Tebow have come along and Jeremy Lynn that they've now been able to say embrace God's spirit. You know what, you don't, it's not going to show that you're weak and I think for a long time in sports it was that macho right. image that says oh you know you're going to Bible study, you know, really? They're on a Sunday? Well, how about you know? today?
3: I mean, yeah. I had linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Steven Johnson. He'll knock your head off, but he's just you know—he's just the sweetest guy in the world. I had, uh, uh, you know, Mikey Garcia, the the middleweight world champion, right. undefeated 36-0 and 0 with 33 knockouts. He's loving Jesus, but he's going to love Jesus with a fist through yeah. somebody's face yeah. when they get in the ring. Yeah. What people don't understand is, is there's a mentality when you get inside the diamond, inside the gridiron, inside on a basketball court. Yeah just like everybody else has a job when you're a surgeon you get in front of the guy who needs a heart deal you're going to be pretty intense yes but when you walk out of there you're going to be the person that you are and i think what's great about being christians is is that we can be the best we can be but the difference is we're doing it for the lord yes and he well, allows us to do it
1: exactly and i think you know the athletes like i said that now now are are able to embrace the christian you know their christian backgrounds and and their religions is that it just makes it so much easier for them to say, yeah, there is a separation. There is a separation from what I do for a living and to, wow, I live my life. And they can be different. You know, it can be a brutal sport. It can be, like you said, UFC. It could be something like that. Right. But yet, when that, and that bell is over, he, he 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 turns his life over to God and says, "Okay, this is this is what it's all about." And to live that life daily is the, is the most important thing.
3: Jim Lorenz, I tell you what, two-time world champion with the New York Yankees—you never know who you're going to run into, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly. And uh, give him the website for your company.
1: Yeah, the website for the company is SportsOneMarketing.com. And uh, my Twitter handle is the real Jay Layritz, and you can always reach out to me on on that. And uh, yeah, I love to share the story. Like I said, God has been so important in my life and what he continues to do on an everyday basis. I've been very blessed.
3: Jim, appreciate you coming on Sold Out Sports Talk, and uh, we'll be keeping abreast of your story. What's the name of the book, real quick? The name of the book is called Catching Heat, which is appropriate (laughs) for a catcher, right? (laughs) Yes. All right, well, listen, be blessed, and uh, thanks for coming on Sold Out.
1: Thank you for having me.
3: When we come back, more on Sold Out Sports Talk at American Family.
0: This is a best-of edition of Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with ESPN Radio host and analyst Mike Golick. Visit soldouttv.com and consider donating to the Sold Out Youth Foundation. And follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel 3 Now, once again... Here's Roman
3: Gabriel III. Welcome back to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Uh, I'm with a guy I've had a deep respect for, not just as a player, but what he's done in his career, and more importantly, how he's balanced career with family. Uh, the Golick family, I love his brother, Bob. and Yeah, uh, yeah we love Bob. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mike, it's great to have you on Sold Out. Thanks for coming in today. Oh,
2: my pleasure. Absolutely my pleasure. You look great. I, I feel great. I'm in, the- I'm in the best shape of my life outside of when I was playing, yeah. when I was an actual athlete. I'm down to 240 my, my high school weight, wow. so I feel great. Yeah. And uh, how's the family? Always ask. Everybody's doing good, um, all doing good. My son Mike in the business now as well. I saw that. Yeah, you know, he, he would have loved to have been been playing ball still. Yeah. He had a couple of stints with the Saints and one with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I saw that. So, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't happen sometimes as long as you want it to, but he's doing really, really well in this season. has got a
3: different plan for everybody. That's exactly right.
2: It's exactly right. So <laughs> he's doing well. I had another son who played ball, had too many – you know, injuries uh-huh. with his back and stuff. He and his wife own some workout facilities, Orange Theory Fitnesses. And my daughter does, uh, she was a swimmer, and she does uh, social media for the Chicago Bears. So, wow. So all kind of still involved in the sporting world.
3: Mike, did you ever think that the career choice that you made would turn out the way it's turned out for you in terms of just this whole ESPN
2: radio thing? Oh, and? No. I mean, not at all. I mean, when I came out, as most ball players come out when they want to get in this business, a lot of times it's like as an analyst in the booth for a pro game or a college game. And I did that first with ESPN, doing college games. And you work with a great guy too, You're oh, doing college. Oh, yeah. Coach. Oh, oh, Bill Curry. Yeah. Let me tell you, Dave Barnett, Bill Curry, and myself for a, year, for a few years, Bill is one of the best men I've ever met. You know, just an incredible, incredible human being. Not only is he a great person and does so much for people, but his football story of being the yeah, center for, yeah. you know, or the coach by Vince Lombardi and Don Shula and and, quarterback and for too. Johnny Unitas and Bart Starr, and, and he's a better person yeah. than a player, so incredible. But, uh, no, I never did. I, I did that, and then I was doing local radio when ESPN asked me to do the national radio. Paired me up, with you know, with Greeny, and we yeah. just kind of had that inter, in, in, uh, in immediate chemistry. And before you know it, it's eighteen years, and we're like, "Wow, where did the time go?"
3: And and people made a big deal out of that with him, but I I've, I've been in radio since ninety four. You got to have a change sometimes. I oh, mean, yeah. you guys did a great thing with each other, but now I now you know you're you're partnering and having a good time, right? Something new. I, I assume that's a new challenge for oh, you. Oh, it
2: definitely is. You know, and when they said, because I thought, you know, do I maybe want to move on to my next chapter? But they're like, hey you go work with Trey Wingo who I've known forever and worked TV side sure. with and your son my son Mike I'm like man you get a chance no. to work with your kid I mean how do you pass that up No. so and watch him grow in the business the way he is so that kind of after doing that with 18 years for Greeny it kind of rejuvenated me it kind of gave me a rebirth to uh, to kind of refocus again and uh, it's been great been enjoying it
3: Notre Dame guy and uh, I was with Ronaldo Wynn a little while back uh the thing I enjoy about the Notre Dame guys is is the unity. And it seems like Notre Dame just has that great tradition of, of you can go back and guys really love each other. There's a great unity. And I know you've taken advantage of that. Yeah. So I, I know that's been a great influence in your life, right?
2: It really has. And my son Mike X, I heard him talking about it the other day when somebody asked him about that Notre Dame connection. He said, the best thing I can tell you if you're an athlete in any sport, take a trip there and you'll know immediately. You'll get on that campus And you'll see like people like you, like-minded people who aren't just sports people. You know, you have a vision further than that as well. You're around a lot of those people. You'll know kind of right away, hey, this is for me. Or, you know what, this isn't for me. And that's fine. It's not for everybody. But, you know, we got a house there. We're going to have a house there for our kids and their kids kids to be able to go there, and we love going back. Sometimes people don't understand that, but college unity, not just Notre Dame, but a lot of colleges have great unity where people love to come back, kind of reminisce and hang out and watch the new group. Mike Golick's with us from ESPN, and I have a lot of young players that come on this
3: show that talk about transition, and for most guys, that could be extremely difficult if you're not prepared. Um, I know what you did turned out really good, and you had a plan that worked out. What would you tell a guy coming out today about transition? Not even coming out today, still playing well, with that's time. the key. Tell,
2: tell me that. That's the key right there. And what I, while I was playing, I was doing, you know, I had a, a, a piece I did on Randall Cunningham. You know, the quarterbacks yeah. get all the shows. You quarterbacks, yeah. you know, get all the shows. So Randall Cunningham had a show, and, uh, and I had a, a part on that show. So I was really involved in the media. So I kind of knew that's where I wanted to go, so I made the connections with ESPN while I was still playing. So I would tell people, listen, make your connections while your doors are open, and that's while you're playing. So you play, the doors are open, make the connections for down the road. Don't think, I'm going to play, I'm going to stop playing, and then I'm going to start looking at what I'm going to do, because once you stop playing, unless you're one of the greats, that door closes. So... Strike while the iron's hot with connections. Keep the door open, and then when you're done playing, you can transition into something. Because the worst thing in the world is to finish playing and then sit around and have nothing to do. Exactly. Then you're watching the games the next year, and you're going, I can still do that. Exactly. Maybe I need to go back to it. What do I do now? So get involved in something and connections while you're playing. What impact does a person to Reggie White have on you? Man. You know, Reggie, there there are a few players that, you get to know, play with, or against. Played against a guy, and I had him on my show today, Anthony Munoz. Yeah. Uh, played with Reggie White, that are just so much better people than they are players. And oh, by the way, they're some of the greatest players yeah. to ever yeah. play the game. Reggie was as genuine as could be. Um, loved the man. And we were great friends. You know, on that line, that was before free agency. Right. So myself were for and. A while. Him and Jerome Brown, Clyde, Clyde Simmons, Mike Pitts—we were all together for a while, and we really created a really good bond of friendship. And I've lost two of those guys, in, in Jerome Brown and Reggie now from that defensive line—it's been very difficult. But as good a man as could be, always wanted to help you. Uh, we know he was a man of God, but he wasn't—you know—he didn't preach to you in the locker room. People think that he did that, but he I, did but not he didn't. do that. Yeah. He absolutely did not do that. If you wanted to have discussion with him, and I did. He would have a discussion with you, but he absolutely did not do that in the locker room. He was just a good guy. I mean, just, and a great player, but man, he just give you the shirt off his back, help you in a heartbeat.
3: And you saw some incredible things physically from that guy, right? Freak show.
2: From whether it's lifting in the weight room to running a 4640 at 315 pounds, to doing reps of 4.05, 12 or 13 times. I mean, he was a freak on the football field. I mean, I've I've never seen a guy that big and put together move the way he did on the football field.
3: Mike Golick here with us from ESPN. Mike, I know you're here. uh, Stem cell is is a real big concern for you and it's one of the things that I have loved to see as it's progressed over the years. Tell me about where you guys are at and what's going on. You've, you've actually benefited from that. Yeah, this.
2: you know, I, I have. And it's something that I only heard about a few years ago, and it was a, a former player in Don Horn who told me about it because I talk about my aches and pains. I had seven surgeries on my right shoulder, three on my left, two on my knee, and I'm limiting off pain pills and cortisone shots like a lot of, a lot of former players are. And Don says you got to come out to Premier Stem Cell in Colorado and try the stem cell. And I was guessing I'm like stem cell, and and they explain it to you. It's your own stem cell. Right. It's nothing foreign going in your body. Right. They take it out of your, you know, like a, like a, a, spine, and then they spin it, and that's your stem cell, and they inject it back into your knee, your hip, your shoulder, what your back, whatever you need, uh, to help get you those bumpers of like cartilage, like like regenerate those, those, those bumpers like cartilage for you. For bone on bone, exactly. Guys. So and, and what it did was it helped me be able to keep running or lifting over my head. I mean, because I'm type 2 diabetic, and I, I had, was overweight, 300 pounds, 290 pounds. I'm down to 240. So what that did is it enabled me to work out. It enabled me to be active. And then along with that eating right, all of a sudden the weight came off. I haven't taken a pain pill or a cortisone oh, shot man. in five years. That's great. That's, I think, the key with an opioid problem that that. Society has, let alone right. former players. So, Premier has been great. They've they've already dealt with hundreds of of uh, former football players, and they're going to do hundreds more. They're getting into helping the the military vets as well, uh former hockey players as well. It's it's kind of the really the new thing that's been out for a few years that is really I think going to catch hold because it's it's you're not getting an operation. You actually walk in to the room. I keep my shorts and a t-shirt on. Walk into the room. They do what it. it takes, the, that that process, half hour maybe, and I walk out of the room. So how quickly did you see results? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it, it. the thing is you can start, get on a bike, walking right away, depending on what you had. Then you ease by two weeks. You're basically back to almost doing anything you were doing before. So, so
3: how often do you get it now?
2: I In the last four or five years, I've had my left knee done twice and my shoulder done once. That's it. Now, Not a year, but just no, like for just just. Wow! So I did my knee and my shoulder together about four years ago, three four years ago, and then last year, a year and a half ago, I got my knee done and again. And you're
3: saying to me that you no more pain pills, no, no more pain more pills, tylenol, no more, no more shots.
2: Wow. It is, and I couldn't recommend it more. And and we're really they're start, starting starting uh, with Premier a way to raise money to help some of the former players that can't afford it. Oh, okay, and getting so it to insurance them for free. Costs? What, what no, no, it's not not so covered by insurance. In so we we raise money uh, to help pay for that. And and they have Candace Souls who, who who runs the show there, and she's unreal. Yeah, she her heart is in such a great place. Of I want to help these former players help the military. So you make it affordable. It, 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 we for these people, we give it to them for free. nothing. Okay. For nothing, we make sure we raise enough money for the ball players, for the military, uh, awesome. the vets, for the hockey vets as well, to help them feel good, because so they can get off the pills, so they can have quality of life. It is really coming into play more and more as the new thing out there.
3: Have you noticed personality change in yourself since that Well, happened? you get
2: a personality change because you can do something. Right. What's worse than knowing you got to go in for another cortisone shot, knowing I need another pain pill, knowing I'm going to limp, knowing I can't work out, knowing I'm going to gain weight because of that. You get into a funk. You know, so and your you wife's happy about this, too, Oh, without right? question. And she's part of the process of working out with me. Now you feel better. You can work out. You start to look better. You gain confidence. You feel better about yourself. You go out and you do more. You know, I mean, it's just a you know. domino effect of how well you're going to feel from okay, it. If
3: I want information, if you're a former player, military, uh, about how... Premier
2: Stem Cell is, is the way to go. Uh, okay. uh You can check them out. Again, they're in Loveland, Colorado. They're in... Uh, Scottsdale Arizona just Google's easiest way as our premier stem cell they'll come up you'll learn all about them and, and the process is as easy as can be again you're gonna walk in you're gonna get it done you're gonna walk out uh, it, it really is I was stunned because I was skeptical at first man. I, but I was. Just, just it is me. fantastic
3: Mike what a pleasure. Thanks for coming My in, pleasure. Man. Always enjoyed it. And uh, th- thanks for everything. Tell your us that I did.
0: I will. Definitely will. Thank You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3 We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.